All right. Good afternoon, Lake Norman. Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Know the Scene here where we talk about what's making up the scene here, what's going on in the scene here in Lake Norman, everything from arts and culture and food, drink, breweries, because that's what, hey, we have a lot of breweries up here. Good breweries, man. Good breweries. Um, all kinds of things like that. So welcome to this week's show. Uh, if you are have become a regular listener, we appreciate you. We hope you will. And if you're not a regular listener, we hope you will become a regular listener uh, here at uh, WSIC. Uh, also, make sure that uh, the different ways you know that you could be listening to this show. You can be listening live on the radio, or you could be watching live on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, or you might be listening to this from... The future. You the are future. in the future <laughs> listening to us now. I'm talking to you from the past because you have subscribed. You're a subscriber. You smash that subscribe button on your podcast app. Whatever podcast app you listen to, please search WSIC Know the Scene and follow or subscribe to our whole podcast. And, and I tell you what, then whenever we post a new one, whenever... Billy boy over there posts a new one. It'll ding you on your phone. You'll know you need to listen to a new episode. You can listen to it in pieces, right? You don't have to listen to the whole thing at once if you don't want to. You can rewind and catch that part again. You can go back, listen to old episodes. Perhaps there was an episode where you wanted to listen to uh, Micah from Sons of Serendip talk about you know, his journey and what he did when he was on and what it was like being on the show. Maybe, maybe you're at a Christmas party with your friends and they're like, man, I wonder what it's like to be on America's Got Talent. And you're like, oh, hang on. And you pull up a Know the Scene episode where we had Micah from Sons of Serendip and you're like, let me rewind and play this part for you because he talks all about it. There you go. You can do that. So, so listen to us, please. We appreciate you. Comment, give us calls here and there when we're live, 844-STUDIO-4. Always appreciate you being involved in the conversation. Uh, lots going on right now in the arts culture scene. It's the holidays. And I tell you, the, you know, the back, the holidays are back, back. I mean, we've been back for a while, but man, it's just, it's really back now. We've had, I swear, there's like 20 different Santa sightings around. Every town has their own beautiful, beautiful Christmas tree. Um, love seeing all the big town Christmas trees up and, uh, and their own like downtown celebrations. Mooresville just had one. You know, Cornelius had one the week of, uh, after the day, weekend after Thanksgiving. Christmas in Davidson was last weekend. No, two weekends ago, I believe. Fantastic as always. Weather even held out just a little bit. Um, so just, just a lot going on, you know, in a great way. And uh, go over to Burkdale, check out the, the great new shops over there, do some Christmas shopping, skate. You can go on their ice skating rink they have when the weather's nice. Go get your time in with Santa. Just make sure you get your appointment in advance for that Santa, because he's that one's that one's appointment only, man. Uh, but yeah, so lots of great, lots of great holiday things going on. Just get out there and enjoy the community you live in. That's part of the great culture. Got more Christmas markets coming up. I think uh, Lost Worlds has a Christmas market coming up. Uh, I can't remember if it's this weekend or next weekend. I'm a, I'm bad on that. But go check out their website. It'll tell you. Love the Daves over there at Lost Worlds uh, having their Christmas markets and things. So Kane Center for the Arts is a lot going on. We just had a a really awesome show last weekend with the Docksiders doing some yacht rock. I tell you, man, it got wild in the theater that night. I, we had like I was worried about people falling over the the balcony. <laughs> like they were dancing, it was wild, and they but they had a great time. So we we were excited to have them. Had a great interview last week with Kevin Suker, 
If you guys haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that one. Really cool story about Kevin Sucker and the Doc Siders and his, his artistic journey and what's going on. We were excited to have them come from all the way from Las Vegas and went back the next day. This weekend, by the way, speaking of Sons of Serendip, Kane Center for the Arts does have Sons of Serendip doing a Christmas concert this weekend. A Christmas concert. Um, it's going to be great. Unfortunately, it's sold out. Sold out. Sorry. I mean, you could try to look online and see. You never know. You can maybe call and get on a waiting list or something, but it's, it's sold out. So it's going to be a great show. This Friday at Kane Center for the Arts, LKN Perform, local uh, performing arts school, is going to be performing a program, uh, a program and recitals at the center. Uh, it's going to be a great, great night for that too. And then uh, next weekend at Kane Center for the Arts, we've got Mark and Maggie O'Connor doing an Appalachian Christmas, and that is sold out as well. Yeah. Oh, what's that for? It's sold out. Oh, so that's the sold, sold out, out one. Oh, it's sold out. It's sold out. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yes, sold out. out. So. So lots of great sold out shows. Speaking of sold out, I will go ahead and just say this. Kane Center for the Arts did announce our spring season Ooh. and the Docksiders are kicking it off in January and they are sold out. Do it, do it. Oh, Docksiders are sold out. There we go. There but we here's go. the good news. Here's the good news. You hear it first. You're going to hear it first right now on WSIC. If you're a, like an oldies fan, the Docksiders, right? I mean, sitting on the dock of the bay, Classic classics. Like I said, their their show's sold out. But I'm gonna announce it here. We just added another show. Woo! That's right. Yes, that's right. You we just added another show. So uh if you would like to see the Docksiders at Kane Center for the Arts in January, again, if you want to see them on the original date, uh, which was uh oh my gosh, come on, iPhone calendar, you messing with me here. Messing with me. On the 19th, January 19th, that one's sold out, but we just added January 18th. Ooh. So get those tickets for January 18th for the Docksiders. Uh, and while you're at it, on January 6th, Kane Center for the Arts is hosting our one-year anniversary party uh, with Mandy Gonzalez, Broadway superstar Ooh. from the original cast of In the Heights. She's also played Elphaba in Wicked on Broadway. She was the, origin uh, she was the uh, first fill-in for Angelica Schuyler in Hamilton. Yes. Fantastic performer. And those tickets are all inclusive. It's, it's like a party ticket. So the tickets go $150, $175, or $200, depending on where you sit. But those are all inclusive. So that includes your show, your dinner, and your beverages. So it's, yeah, it's right. There you go, Bill. So it's all inclusive ticket for that anniversary party. And it's also a fundraiser for our organization. So please, please come to that as well as all the things. So, all right, we've got, and then, sorry, one more time, I'm just going to push it, because then we're going to talk about this more in January, but Davidson Community Players in January is performing Frozen Junior at the Kane Center. Really excited to have them. If you're, if you got kiddos, and they're a, a Elsa and Anna fan, you got to kind of pick one, I feel like. Like, are you I'm Elsa or are you Anna? Right? So I got a five-year-old girl. I'm an Anna. You're an Anna. I'm an Anna. Bill? Bill's Olaf. Oh. I can see, there. all right, Bill, you I like that. Olaf. I like that. I like that. He was in his own world. I do like that one. Um, so, so yeah, so if you are uh, my daughter, my, it's a funny story. My daughter started as an Anna, and as she got older, became an Elsa, Elsa fan, which is concerning to me. But anyways, we're not going to get into that. We'll talk about that later. Not when, we have the, when we have some of them coming in January, we'll have them come and talk. But, but again, so wonderful things going on all around y'all. But, but what we're here to talk about today, by the way, before we get into this too, is um, we do have right now our winter art classes 
are on sale yeah. now at Kane Center. Winter session is going to start in January. Yes. We have ceramics classes, painting classes, drawing classes for kids and adults. And KaneArts.org, you can register for those classes or buy the tickets for the events, like we said. So lots going on, lots going on. We are going to, now that we've caught everybody up, we're going to pause for a break and recognize some sponsors. Thank you, everyone who supports the radio station and helps keep this going. When we come back, we got a special guest today, Simone L. Bay, Director of Visual Arts and Education. We're going to talk all about Visual Arts at Kane Center, what she's doing, what we're doing at the center, what exhibit we got going on. Come on back to us, y'all. Know the scene. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Tuesday afternoon here in beautiful, beautiful day in Cornelius and Lake Norman area of North Carolina. Sun's out, but not guns out. At least not the bicep kind. <laughs> Though I think for some, some, it is moving into hunting season, so some guns may be out. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy at the gym who, like... Like Around this time of year, he doesn't work out in the morning anymore because usually up in a tree. Truth, they sit up in the you know they sit up in the trees and be waiting. I'm convinced they don't shoot anything that often. It's more just like just being like ma- yeah, man time. I mean, I mean, I think if something comes along, right, like they're gonna go for it. Have like, you been hunting? No, I, it was not. I mean, nothing against it. Like I'm totally like I just you know I think hunting is one of those things that is really passed through generations. It seems oh, okay. to me from the outside, like yeah. it's something maybe your grandfather did, your great grandfather did. They pass it down to your dad, and then your dad is with you. And that just wasn't something that that um, you know that that went through my family. Mm-hmm. Nothing against it. Again, it's cool. You do you, right? Just not a just not something that was a well, I think family family cold. tradition. It's just the cold. Anything that requires me having to be cold for an elongated amount of time. Not in my purview. Oh yeah, getting the mics on. All right, so that so that beautiful sultry voice you hear <laughs> is Simone Elbay, everyone, our director of visual arts and education at Kane Center for Yards, and our lovely guest for today. Ooh. Simone is here to chat with us about all the things, whatever Simone wants to talk about, of mm-hmm. course. But specifically, um, Kane Center for the Arts has a new exhibit. We do that just opened up. Simone, why don't you tell us all about it? This exhibit is actually really exciting. We had a reception for it last Thursday. Was it Thursday? Um, We partnered with Heinz Feet Farm, which is an organization that specializes in working with participants who have survived, suffered and survived a brain injury. And we also partnered with Davidson College in this exhibit. We created classes with Davidson College. We utilized the printmaking studio. Shout out to Tyler Starr. The associate um, professor, go ahead. Did we do it? There we go. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, Bill, oh, Bill, we just talked. All right, hang on. One more time. One more time. There we go. Tyler Star. Ooh, Tyler Star. All right. Um, and we partnered together as an organization in a trifold partnership. And we put together a very, very, I would like to say, a very thoughtful exhibit. Yeah. I think that this was something that the participants really enjoyed. Um, they came and they had not seen the exhibit. So it was really fun to see them walk into the facility and they had not seen their work other than when they were creating it. 
And when they walked into the gallery, they walked into the facility, I mean, everybody's heart just overflowed with the amount of joy and excitement that were on their faces. They came in and they saw a full live exhibit of all the works that they created at Davidson College with Tyler Starr. And I mean, we sold about six pieces mm-hmm. in that exhibit. Um, and it was, and it's called Justifying Our Lens. And it's really to help people understand that art is one thing when it comes to fine arts, but to make it accessible and available for everyone Um, sometimes it's really good to give different platforms or give a platform to different perspectives. And this exact exhibit did exactly that. We gave a platform, a space, an opportunity for people to come and do work based on their experiences, which I think is what art is about. Simone, would you say that this exhibit, this exhibit, uh, I mean, kind of frame this. So this exhibit is the result of a process that you all Absolutely. went through, right? And you, it was and like you, a two-month process. It, yeah, so it was like a two-month process that you and the and the and the artists and the other organiz- partner organizations went mm-hmm. through. And and would you say that this the kind of this is the result of a, of an art therapy experiment as well? Yeah, I think Tyler Starr, um, who was the professor that worked with us, Chelsea Willis, who was the point of contact from Heinz Feet Farm, and myself, we all knew that this was something that was really going to give them the opportunity to express their own creativity in a way that they don't always get to share because some of them are verbal, some mm-hmm. of them are nonverbal, some have the operation of all of their limbs, some are limited in their physicality. And so this was giving them an opportunity to really be that and do that. And it was therapeutic. It was therapeutic for them, but it was extremely therapeutic for us. We mentioned that in our planning process. Just to have to stop and pause. I think sometimes when we're so busy throughout our day and the monotony of all of the things that we have to do as people, to stop and be able to be that intentional with someone else's perspective, I think that that's just something, that's a luxury that we don't always have Mm -hmm. with social media, television, all the things, Mm -hmm. which is why the arts is so important to us because it stops and allows us to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Stopping to see a show, stopping to come in to take a class, mm-hmm. stopping to come in from the street and take a look at the gallery, that gives you the opportunity to take a minute away from all of the overstimulating things that are happening and really give you the opportunity to take a breath and look at something through another lens, mm-hmm. which is where justifying our lens came from. We wanted them to not only be expressive in this perspective, but we also wanted them to be strong about it. Mm-hmm. And the justification that they have was that this is our art and this is because they worked on a prompt. Remember that they worked on the prompt? Mm-hmm. The prompt was this is what I love and this is what I see. So you start. So hang on. So 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 one of the first steps is back, I guess, when you guys started the process, which yeah. was the summer. Right. Yeah. We started me and Tyler started talking about this. I think about. Yeah. And to be at the beginning of August. So when was the first so what was the process, like kind of step-by-step process that you took um, the Heinz Feet Farms folks through? Was it like, hey, day one, you, knew, you met them and you presented mm-hmm. with the prompt and then what? And then it was a, a, a step two, which was what? Like how, how did it kind of go? Step one was us presenting them with the prompt, but actually talking to them about what they love mm-hmm. and why they love it. Like we actually had a think tank in the room oh, yeah, when we met them. That. It was kind of like a Socratic seminar. Um, where we sat and we actually engaged with them in a way that we wanted to get to know them. Because one thing about curating is that you have to curate from the artist's 
expression, mm-hmm. like their point of perspective. So sitting there talking to them, gaining the perspective of what they go through and how they live their lives mm-hmm. based on the changes and the challenges that they have gone through. Um, we started talking about the farm and why they love it and why they love so much of it. And so the second step was we all went out and we took pictures of everything that they loved on the farm. They brought in some of their favorite stuff. Some of them took pictures in their favorite spot at the farm. Um, some of them were like, oh, I want to take a picture with my favorite horse. Some of them wanted to take pictures together. Some of them wanted like a picture with nuances um, where they are taking a picture through the the lens of their glass because they wanted their glasses because they wanted people to say, Oh, they, this is what I look at when I look yeah. through my glasses. So it was actually very, very layered and why they chose some of the work that they did for their prom. And all of these, these folks are, are folks who have experienced some kind of traumatic some kind brain, of, yes. brain injury or, mm-hmm. or incident. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of them were not just born with it. Right. This was an, this was an experience that they've had. This wasn't something that. So what are like, and, 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 working with them through the process because I, and I only asked this too, because the other day when we had the exhibit, when we had the reception was the first time I'd had a chance to, mm-hmm. to meet any of them, you know? And, and as you mentioned, like some of them are verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are nonverbal mm-hmm. at all. And even some of them are verbal can be tough to understand at times, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it must've been really neat. I mean, but one thing is regardless, and it's so interesting is again, how, I think you could see in this exhibit and in the moment that I got to have with mm-hmm. them seeing them there, how, you know, in that moment of standing there with them and looking at their artwork, whether they were verbal or nonverbal, the art became the communication Cation. connection. Yes. Right. Which mm-hmm. was really neat. The point. To see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that was really neat to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having that moment with them. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool too, and, and if folks, if you come and see the exhibit, um, all the pieces are for sale, mm-hmm. right? And where, and where, and the, and the funds go to... It's theirs. Yep, go to, go to them. It's this. Exactly, yeah. They are artists. Yeah. There's a contract that we have with yeah, them. That's and right. they are cutting checks at this point. That's right. Um, and so it's, it, there were a couple that were sold yeah. in that moment. And mm-hmm. it was, it, man, it was so it special. It really was, it really was. To see... You know, one of these folks from Heinz Street Farm, who's one of the artists from Heinz Street Farm, and we're standing there talking about their art, and the next thing you know, Simone walks up and puts a sticker on it that says it's sold. <laughs> and just the excitement like, that yeah. they had. Yeah. You know, that they mm-hmm. created something and that someone bought it. It yeah. was so cool. Yeah. Um. What? So the folks from Heinz Street Farm, Simone, I know you got to spend some time with, with mm-hmm. them throughout this whole thing, obviously. Where are they? Are they from all over? Are they from? A lot of them are from this area. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are from like their parents wanted to find and their guardians and their families wanted to find um, a space for them to live their life based on their, their changes and their differences. And um, it's it is the foundation is actually in Huntersville. So some of them have come all over. Some of them are from down the street. And the farm is in Huntersville. Yes, the farm is in Huntersville. That's wonderful. Yeah. So if you're, hey, so not just Huntersville, but, you know, in the, in the area, really if you're listening, yeah. you know, and you, you'd like to learn more about Heinz Feet Farm. Yes. Um, you know, look them up, Google, mm-hmm. Google them, um, you know, find their Facebook, social mm-hmm. media page, check them out. Uh, come see the exhibit. Yeah. Come see the at Kane Center again. Our our Kane Center for the Arts is open to the public mm-hmm. Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And our gallery is open to the public during that time. Yeah. So you can come. You can see the art. Come mm-hmm. see these powerful pieces. Yes. 
um, from these artists. You know, if you feel inspired, purchase one, knowing that it's gonna. You know, it's really going to be they a... They are artists that are cutting checks. Um, yeah. They were so excited. And I think that um, Chelsea, Tyler, and I, we all agreed before we left that day that this was just a very humbling experience. Well, and I was so us. grateful what y'all did too because like we put out a red carpet for them. Yeah, and it like, was so much I mean, fun. like we really were committed to like making this, yes. I mean, a thing for them, right? This was this was going to be like a like an album release or something mm-hmm. for them. Kinda, it really you know? was. A, it was a nice thing. And they... And their families yes. were there. And I think that their families seeing them treated like they were artists that were exhibiting yeah. in a gallery. Well, they are. They and, are. And that was the Dang thing. It. You want to push your button? They are. No, not yet. Well, hang on. All right. Well, actually, so so we're going to stop and go to break. Okay. And we'll come right back and talk more with, more with Simone. We're going to talk about her process when she curates exhibits. What is that like? Mm-hmm. Right after the break, know the scene. Come on back. And we're back, everyone. We're back on Tuesday afternoon. Kane Center for the Arts presents our Know the Scene here. Thank you all for listening. Uh, great show we're having today, talking with Simone Elbey about, about what she does and all the things visual arts and education here at, here at Kane Center. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about uh, uh, Through Our Lens. Mm. Justifying no, no justifying our lens. I'm we sorry. Through, through our, our lens, lens was the yes. Year. That's the, so you're mm, really. It's sorry. Us still. I know. Okay, sorry. I was. It was you're still Kane Center. Or just sorry. Us. Justifying our lens. I apologize. Not justifying yet. our lens, which again, brand new exhibit running. And and when does that exhibit run through, Simone? January fifth. January fifth. Mm-hmm. So make sure again you come by Kane Center or when you're coming to one of the shows yeah. coming up. It'll galleries open during that too. So mm-hmm. come and see the show and enjoy the exhibit. Um, why you come and see a show, uh, but come check that out. But, uh, but so, um, we talked about that and we can always continue talking about that, but I thought it would be neat to ask Simone to kind of share with us here, you know, so Simone, uh, curates all of our exhibits mm-hmm. that we have at Kane Center and not just that Kane Center. But, uh, remember, we, we also operate the Cornelius Arts Center, um, down in the Oak Street Mill. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have exhibits, our, our exhibits are down there too. Yeah. So we have exhibits down at Oak Street Mill mm-hmm. and in the New Kane Center. So, Simone, all in all, this year, which, by the way, folks, Kane Center, our, our year, our programming year goes August mm-hmm. through July. Mm-hmm. So how many exhibits total, Simone, between the two spaces are, are we going to have at Kane Center? Yeah, uh, we're going to have about seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. It is. I mean, that's a lot. We love it. We it do. a lot. <laughs> we do love it. But it is a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if you so and you you plan those seven exhibits, mm-hmm. you now I mean I know you have you have you have a wonderful team that helps, yeah. But you're responsible for really um, curating. When we say curate too, and from the very base level, you know you build the relationships and you choose the artists who are going to show. Yeah. So, take us through that. Like, how do you how do you even begin to to start to pick? What art, you know, what are the art exhibits that are going to happen at Kane Center and at Cornelius Art Center each year? Um, it actually starts with our conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I pay attention to your thoughtfulness in the vision that we have for the organization as far as our mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and where as an organization and as team members do we want to see things go? 
Um, and based on that, I pair it with mediums. I pair it with different audiences. What audiences will capture what type of artist? Um, when you say you want more family-oriented things, in my mind, I'm already snagging what is a family-oriented medium Ooh. that would speak the same language that you're speaking when it comes to you programming and putting together performances. Um, a lot of what I do is sitting there listening to what everybody else is saying. And I'm picking what art goes along with the conversations that we consistently have. Mm -hmm. um, like we had our staff retreat last week. Mm -hmm. um, and in that, I heard a lot of different things for where we plan to go as an organization, how we plan to show up in the community, how we plan to show up for other artists, local and non-local, regional, um, and what that looks like. And then I sit there and I think about, okay, if we want to go big here, I hear Edge. If I hear Edge, I hear Ink, I hear um, Watercolor, but I hear Installation, I hear 3D ops, op, uh, moving parts. Um, so I sit there and I listen to the conversations and as I'm listening to the conversations, I'm literally jotting down notes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Justin wants more family oriented things. How do we spin this in my purview? How do I sit here and give package this up the way that you would like it, yep. you know, in a way that is thoughtful for our mission and our organization, but also is in the fine arts world. And I sit there and I just translate your language into fine arts and then translate that language into the mission. And I just keep finding mm -hmm. different pieces and different kinds of art that work with our audiences, our performances, our classes, but also our community members. And I sit there and then I give a list. And then through the list, I sit there and I start tallying what is feasible, what is not feasible. Right. And then I start, co I start scoping it down. And then once I scope it down, I'll hear you say, oh, I really like this. And I'm like, Great. I'm glad you told me that. We'll add that back into the bucket. Um, uh, you know, like well, I thought we couldn't do this one, but dang it, Justin said he really liked it. it. I guess we gotta figure it out. So I'll put it back in the bucket. Um, or like if we're talking about something like with, I don't know, maybe Harley Davidson's. What what kind oh, of yes. medium would go yes. with a Harley Davidson show? So then I start pound down, like kind of balancing out what your idea is in a visionary perspective. And then I take this fine art um, experience that I have and I pair it. And then I start talking to people. Like I'm looking for this kind of artist. Have you, you know, yeah. I start, I start doing some scouting and some working and then I start popping up at different receptions yeah. and different other galleries. Just to You do that a lot. So talk about how you, how you have developed and how you develop relationships with, like how do you find the artist? Like once you have a concept, mm -hmm. how do you, Pick the artist. Um, based on the technique, the ability for them to articulate their artistry, um, the ability for them to have a wholesome perspective, because we're still family-oriented, you know? Sure. I mean, art is naked people, but you have to be, like, yeah. you know, family-oriented. Yeah. Um, so how well that they can articulate it, how well they can bring their vision to life, and then can they take what I have heard and the vision that I have cultivated and curated out of what I've heard with my team members and my executive director and from the members of the community, because I take all of that into consideration. Mm -hmm. And then I sit there and I'm like, it looks like you did this here, but could you do this with us? Mm -hmm. And then I start pitching them like different ideas of concept. And generally, like any other artist, they take the challenge of creativity and they bite. Because it's fun. Because yeah, it's fun. 
Because at the end of the day, it's just we still having fun. We still having fun. And like artists that like to do stuff, if you give them, the, if you give them enough, and yeah. you give and and you package it, and then it, I'm taking what they already do, and you're just scoping it out for our organization. So it's not like I'm <laughs> yeah. changing their language. Right. I'm utilizing their language to speak our message. Yeah, we're not asking Anna Dean to make like traditional landscapes. No, <laughs> Anna Dean is coming in being Anna Dean. That's right. Yeah, you know. Which everyone, hey, by the way, everyone remember, you can go back and listen to that Anna Dean episode on Notice. She was great, too. <laughs> she was great. Yeah. She was great. She was. And like for Hines Feet Farm, like we didn't go in and tell them what kind of work that they had to exactly. make. Exactly. We didn't go in and tell them what they should be doing. We said, hey, I have an idea. Can you give me this in your own way? And that's exactly what they did. Because to, to that, I remember when you told me about the one of your concepts when you picked a lot of the exhibits, too was as you carry the exhibits this season was going to like our organizational values. Yes. And one of those values is is the community. Yep. We and have... so that was what like yes. what you what you started with when you decided to go with Heinz Feet's Farm mm-hmm. exhibit was you were like, I want to find do an exhibit that like for instance, so yes, like Anna Dean, if people came and saw Anna Dean and hit her talk, like she man Anna Dean is a abs I mean all the artists are pros, you know, but she's but a pro she... Like she's, if you heard her talk, she woman she, is like making I know she's, she's an the, engineer. the fact that we had her at Kane Center there will be a day you'll see. I her was stuff just gonna say, and we're gonna places, be right? we're gonna be able to say yeah. we hosted her at King Center yeah. for the Arts. And she's that along more of that installation fine arts yeah. type vibe, right? And then you're like, well, wait a minute, you go from that to Heinz Feet Farm, mm-hmm. you know, which is like community different, mm-hmm. right? Educative. Mm-hmm. And that's but that's why. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was it was there was you did that on purpose because you were like, Yeah, look, we want to show you the fine art side of mm-hmm. it, but we also want to show you that art is for the, you know, the community as well. Mm-hmm. And that it, it's art is more than just like, yes, it's this fine art stuff, but it's also healing. Yeah, it is very healing. Right? And I think that that's something that we constantly talk about. And that's probably why I'm just so passionate. So about it, because like in our organization, we have real life conversations about why this work is so important. I do not take those conversations lightly. Right. You know, I don't take the idea of, what could we do with a Harley Davidson exhibit? I'm telling you. I don't take it lightly. Bill. We don't take it we lightly. Wanna, Bill. I want to do. He does. So I think, like, so custom Harleys, right? Like, those, those, are, those are pieces of art, man. Like, those are pieces of art. And, and like, I, Simone and I, I'll, I'll be like, man, Simone, what if we one day had, like, a yep. Harley? And, like, and so it's 100% my idea either. It was like, I got to give credit to Adam Colburn. And Old Town Revival, he he gave me the idea, and we'll probably work with them at some mm-hmm. point when it comes time to do it, because he'll know the Harley people, right? <laughs> that, yeah, oh, hit it, there hit it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just because because again, as I always said, like I love challenging the idea and helping people connect the dots. Like, oh wait, this is art. Oh, I didn't and think I, I th- liked art. Oh wait, this is art. Like, and you see how he slides it in there? Like, what if we? That's how he comes into. That's how he comes finds me. He'll come and find me. He'll say so. What do you think about this? And when he says that, I don't even say she knows anything. She she's in trouble. She's like, I'm, hey. I'm just taking notes at this point because I'm like, what does he want? What does he want to do? Not be- because I believe. Idea do we have right. Now? I was about to say, I, be- I think that as an artist, you have to believe in the artist that you work with. So if I didn't believe in the vision that he gives me most of the time, I don't even think I'd be able to execute it. So I- the first thing is for me to believe that the crazy idea is worth the time and that this is going to take place and that it's going to happen. It is. It is. This could cool. Yeah, there's I think cool that thing, it, there's so many cool things that like we've already you've already done, we've done. and that and that we're heading toward. Yeah, because I well. think that that's kind of well, we make art fun. Yeah, that's absolutely. See, that's like we make hmm. art fun. That's our thing. That's our slogan. So we want to do 
Make art fun at Kane Center for yeah. the arts. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we make art fun. <laughs> Correct me up. So when you make art fun, you absolutely have to have fun while you're doing it. Yeah, well, it that's kind of like it, the law. It, it, it demystifies it. Yeah. Right. There's, yes. I think, sometimes with that word art or culture, people it's, get it's a little intimidating. Yeah, people get intimidated. But like, nah, let's let's break. Let's do. Let's just let's demystify that. There should definitely be conversations of Van Gogh and Heinz Street Farm and Anna Dean all in one. Ooh, challenge, challenge, challenge. All right. Well, we're gonna take another quick break. And then we'll be back with our last time. We're going to keep talking about what's coming up next in exhibits. We're going to talk about art classes, too. Some of the art classes Simone's got at the upper sleeve. Come on back after the break. Know the scene. All right. There we go. Man. Bill, now that since it took like eight weeks to change that music, can we change it again? Okay. I'm kidding. I want, that's what I want. I want some like intro music in this little button. They've got this stream deck here that Bill, I've looked at it forever and I didn't know what it did. Oops, oops. Oh, <laughs> that's what it does. See, that's why you don't give me these kind of things. That's what I'm... Don't give Justin things that get him in trouble. All right. Well, welcome back uh, to Know the Scene. We are having a wonderful time talking with Simone Albay, talking all about um, visual arts and, and specifically what Simone does right now with Kane Center, the many things that she does. Uh, if, if, uh, any of you are familiar with, or, you know, what, you know, if, whether it's your church, whether it's mm-hmm. a nonprofit you're maybe involved with or care about, uh, you know, if you know the people that work at those organizations, you will know that it's never as simple as just doing one thing. That's just not how it works, mm-hmm. especially in, in nonprofit oriented businesses. You're always, everyone, everyone balances several plates. I don't care what your position is. It's just kind of how it, how it goes. Um, but Simone balances many of them mm-hmm. along with, uh, what she does with the visual arts side, which we could continue to talk about forever and ever. Yeah. And, and, um, she also does our, Simone also manages and oversees our education mm-hmm. as far as, uh, if, if, if your child has taken a summer camp or you or you have taken a class, an art class, or your child's taking an art class, uh, for the last three, God, three years, right, Simone? Yeah, three it is. I'm going on my fourth year. Yeah, Simone. Simone's been overseeing all that. She mm-hmm. she contracts all the uh, teachers, the mm-hmm. art instructors. Uh, you know, lines up, schedules it all, mm-hmm. schedules when they happen, curates as well. Like what kind of classes we're going into. Mm-hmm. Um, before we jump into education, I want to step back for a minute, Simone. I had one more thing I wanted to ask you. Tell everyone what's coming up. What's coming up at exhibits at Kane Center? Like, what's coming up as we're walking into the new year? So we know we've got. I know we've got a lot still coming. So, so, as a, so, so this exhibit right now is going to be done at the Kane Center on January fifth. What, uh, what's coming to CAC? Um, Cornelius Art Center, Homegrown. Homegrown, which is a big community favorite. Huge. And Homegrown is special because anyone can submit their art. Anything, anytime. During the submission de- deadline. But yes, you have, it is an open call. It is non-juried. It can be any medium. And we have Homegrown Junior added to that this year where kids from the ages of 10 to 16 can submit as well with limited spots for children. But we are definitely going to try to get some of our students that are in some of our youth classes actually submit some of their artwork to be exhibited in this show. This is actually, like Justin said, this is like one of our bigger ones because this is Real-time community. This mm-hmm. is this is our community showing up of all kinds of art, all different kinds of artists. And, I mean, they show up and show out every single year for this mm-hmm. exhibit. 
and it is open to professional artists, just starting artists, kind of. I'm not so sure if I should exhibit this artist. We take yeah. them all in this show. So when do, when do submissions open up for this year's Homegrown? Submissions open up in December. December 20th, actually. We December just 20th, 20th is when you can, you can submit, and you mm-hmm. can go to org. So if yes. you are, so if some folks say, man, Kane Center, I want to show my art with Kane Center, mm-hmm. either at the Kane Center or down at Cornelius Art Center, right? Homegrown is that's your show, that's your mm-hmm. show for my, for our local folks, no matter what. Um, and it can be, can it be ceramics? Yes. Can it be watercolor? Yes. Can it be painted? Yes. Could it be drawing? Yep. It could be literally anything. There it you could go. be fiber. It Fi- could be jewelry. Yeah, it, could be f- it could be oh, copper. Jewelry. All right. We so get if a you're, lot of different. It could be paper mache. So listen, all my folks, because the, the cool thing is, like this radio station goes all the way up to Statesville and yep, come on down it. Yeah. So this come is this is this of uh, submissions open December twentieth. Yep. When's the deadline? Um, January. I want to say the ninth. January 9th. I think so. And yeah. again, website canars.org. Yeah. And if you go to our uh, our the the navigation bar there at the top and pick. And uh, and pick visual arts out of the programs that'll have information about the mm-hmm. call for homegrown. And as Simone mentioned, traditionally homegrown has always just been adults. Yes. And this year, uh, Simone uh, had the had the idea and thought to expand to youth as yeah. well this year. And that's for eight to eighteen. You said mm-hmm. ages eight to eighteen, kids can submit their art as mm-hmm. well. And where are these exhibits? And these are going to be down in Cornelius Art Center. Yes. And then we'll have some that will be on some of the spaces, but those would be more so our homegrown junior and those would be only 2D. So any, any, any art can be submitted for this, but because this show takes up so much space, I am anticipating that we're going to have to curate in almost all of our little nooks and crannies. So, so you're saying that's more two, so 2D art from homegrown will be up at the Kane mm-hmm. Center. More 2D art will be up at the actual Kane Center, like the main like facility. Like down the halls mm-hmm. and every, oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be all over because we get so much, Yes, we get so much work in this show that trying to squeeze it all mm-hmm. in just the CAC, the Cornelius Art Gallery, it, it would do a disservice to the people that actually submit because we we were all out of space last year. Yes, I remember. You remember, we were at, we had to turn people away yes. last year, and that was before we opened up mm-hmm. our mama facility. That's what I call it, <laughs> mama. You know, well, you know, I'm an artist. I like it. No, I like it. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I like it. And so before we opened up our main facility, we had to turn people away because we were running out of space. And because it's such, and because there's not a lot of caveats, it's not, it's like an open call. So it can be 2D, it can be 3D, it can be standing, it can be hanging, it can be fiber, it can be all these different things. There's a lot of space that is taken up in different ways. So you got to find nooks and crannies to put the pieces in to make sure it's being displayed properly and being hung properly. So we were, me and the team were thinking about it um, when we were in the planning mode for this. I was like, some of this is going to have to go in the CCA. Some of this is going to have to go in our main facility. So So there you go, folks. So we're going to have... Local artists. We're going to have that show and then we have the Director's Choice exhibit. So it's going to be a wild ride for visual arts in the next two months. And Director's Choice (laughs) exhibit is... Um, one of the big goals of that is that all the yes. proceeds from the sales of Director's Choice go to support our community engagement yes. programs uh, and community engagement programs like we have our community music lesson program. Mm-hmm. We have our scholarship program mm-hmm. for summer camp. We have our affordable ticket program. Mm-hmm. We do arts in schools yep. where we present um, art to school children, both 
there at their school. And mm -hmm. then this year, we're talking about bringing kids to the center mm -hmm. now that we've been open for a year, almost. Uh, lots of, and, and then just our community partnerships in general that we work with. Yeah, we work with a lot of different organizations where we try to really scope out the age because we're talking about, we were just talking about earlier today, preschool, mm -hmm. um, working with our preschoolers um, to make sure that, you know, we're just tying the art into their development, mm -hmm. that that is just something. So we actually are looking at doing some um, real-time things in the spring uh, with some of our preschool partners where we're going to show up and we're going to show out for them. We're going to do some art. We're going to do some dancing. We're going to do some reading. We're going to have a party at their preschool. Generally, this is what we do every spring. With, mm -hmm. uh, Our party. Yep. Yep. This is what we do. So we're excited about. And it's really fun because they come. It's like last year, it was like 23-year-olds. And they were just sitting there and they were just looking at me. And they were like, so who are you? And I was like, well, <laughs> I don't even think it matters. That's right. Don't, it it don't, don't even matter. Don't. They were like, are you coming to dance with us? So they just turned on some music. And while I was supposed to be. Meet them where they're at. I, and it, we had a ball. That's right. We had a ball. It was really fun. And so we're get out that we love to do these things. Yeah. And um, so we're doing them trifold this year. We're doing them the, times three. And then we also have, so the director's choice is going to be great yes. as well, by the way. Like that exhibit is going to be, because that's, Simone was mentioning like how she goes out and she goes to these art shows. Yeah. And so she gets to meet a lot of wonderful artists. And this is her chance to just say, like this, this is her picks. Yeah. These are her picks. These are which my means picks. like this is this the these, <laughs> these the VI. This is you know these what I mean. This is like the top people. picks, right? We have so this our... is your chance to see some really awesome artists, and we there's do. many of them. Like you, it is. you could have up to how many you think you're gonna have this year, like of artists. Uh, I invited about fifteen to twenty. Like artists. fifteen to twenty different artists yeah. that are all professional artists in the area. Like wonderful stuff. Submissions are already coming in. Yes. So we like, have some of our instructors who have been exhibiting. Yes. We have and this is a mixed media exhibit as well. The only difference is is that they are being privately invited. And the way to get on that for next year, <laughs> you know, we're gonna plug that in, is to exhibit with us. That's right. Um, come take come take a look, check us out, get to know us. I think that one of the biggest things that I love about curating the director's choice exhibit is that Everyone that has been invited to exhibit loves community impact as much as we do. Mm -hmm. I think that that was like the biggest thing. It's like they care about their artwork. Well, because the artists, yeah. So part of the when the artists, the artists that do director's yes. choice, I should clarify this. Yeah, they don't just get selected by you to do it. They agree. Yep. To donate. Yep. Like a portion of mm -hmm. the sale of their art, like mm -hmm. either fifty percent or, or some. Some say more. Yeah, some some, some, some say of them about are open to giving mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. And the artists themselves commit that they're willing to to donate at least fifty percent of the sale to our community yes. impact programs. Yeah. So these are artists that, like you said, one, they're super high quality artists, yeah. but they also, like you said too, mm -hmm. they they're super generous of saying like, you know, I'm okay with a, like fifty percent of this art sale going yeah. to help community impact programs at Kane Center. And they're just as passionate about the arts as we are. And they care yeah. about it affecting and impacting as many people as we want. Because somewhere out there in one of these in in these in all these kids and community members mm -hmm. that we work with is the next one who's going to have a show at the Kane Center. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, that's the thing. Like, that's what I always think about. I think about being the weird art kid that I was. And I just remember caring about all the people. And I just know that there are weird art kids out there that just need a space. 
That's it. Yeah. And we're the space. And that's like classes help that a lot too. Yes. Uh, again, um, you folks know we have classes, which are registering right now. Again, yes. we're registering winter now session for winter session. On sale. So sometimes, you know, that can be a great av uh, avenue for yeah, kids Yeah, because and like these are the kids that are coming that actually want to be in our class. That's right. You know? Well, all right. Well, Simone, thank you so much for joining us today. Nothing but we'll have pleasure. you come back again, <laughs> as always. Simone will come back lots more times. Love we'll this. continue to bring more artists in as they Absolutely. come. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Justin, signing off. Yay.